Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The seventh longest game in the history of the NFL was one of the most memorable ones as well. And the Chiefs, you're going to hear a lot about it. You might as well say it right now. They have their dynasty. I'm going to celebrate it with these people right here, man. Hey, on three, one, two, three. How about those Chiefs? Congratulations to those Chiefs. They are the newest NFL dynasty. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, back in our studio from a great week in Las Vegas. And it is the Chiefs world. We're living in it, Perloff. But the question is, Mm -hmm. for how much longer? Well, Andy Reid is now the oldest coach at 65. Travis Kelsey's 34, turned 35 in October. They have to pay Chris Jones. They're winning Super Bowls by the narrowest of margins. Maybe a couple more times. I don't see them getting to six. I do not think they're going to match Tom Brady and the Patriots. Of course, that took 20 years. I would lean towards they stay closer to three than they get to six. Okay, so we're asking, are the Chiefs more going to be more like the Dallas Cowboys of, let's say, the 90s? Yeah. That was three and four years, so even a little bit more packed in. Are they going to be a little more like maybe the 49ers of the Joe Montana, which was four and nine years? Same with the Steelers were four and eight years, four I believe, eight. in the 70s. And then you have the Patriots who were, I mean, just an exercise in longevity with a 6-20. and 20. Um, And going to 10, though, right? With Brady's been to 10, so I guess it was 8, right? They lost to your Philadelphia Eagles. They lost to, no, 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 I'm sorry, more. How many? 9. nine. It they was lost 9 to the because Giants Brady twice. went to 10. Yep, and Brady went to 10. So okay. from 2001 to 2018, they won them. So basically, what type of dynasty are we dealing with here? Yeah. And you kind of sound like you think this is it. Now, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say it's it. Uh, I think they'll be around, but I, I don't think they get to 6. Because, first of all, the way the Patriots kept redefining themselves, can the Chiefs keep doing that with, with Andy Reid can't do this forever, Travis Kelsey can't do this forever, and these are, uh, like the Patriots, they're very narrow wins, but I don't even look at next year, like, I don't have this air of, of unbeatableness to the Chiefs. I feel like there's a lot of teams that are chasing the Chiefs. What happened in the 90s Cowboys was Jimmy Johnson went away, but also a lot of other teams started to come up. Brett Favre started to emerge as the best player in the NFL. 
John Elway and the Broncos came back. There are going to be challengers. Like I think the Ravens are licking their chops. I think the Niners want another chance. I think there's going to be a lot of challengers to the Chiefs. Listen, there's always good teams out there, but I ask you, this was the vulnerable, quote-unquote, Chiefs team. This was mm. the underdog team. You're talking about reinventing yourselves. They've done it. I mean, they've now won back-to-back Super Bowls without Tyreek Hill. And that may have been looked at as a mistake. It was certainly second-guessed during this season. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl last year. But during the season, hey, are they still a receiver short? They really could maybe use Tyreek Hill now. And look what happened. This was a defense-first team. They're already showing you they can reinvent. And by the way, Kelsey, who was incredible and ended up being the leading receiver in this game after not doing anything in the first half, I think... I know this is going to sound crazy, but you don't think they can find, I'm not going to say someone to his caliber, but you don't think that with Patrick Mahomes, you can find another safety blanket, another mm. tight end who can, I am not saying no. do what Kelsey does, but at least try to make up for some of that production. No. You think Mahomes goes away if Kelsey goes away? No, Go, no That's a long stretch to say he goes away. No, I, I don't think he's going to find another Travis Kelsey. Okay, but he couldn't find another Tyree Kill and he's still winning. Yeah, but I... I just, you said, I think he could find another Travis Kelsey. I don't think there's ever been a tight end like that. Okay. There I mean, Gronk be. is different, but he's great too. But there's nobody gets open like Kelsey. And nobody gets open like Tyreek Hill. I mean, yeah. the, he's already shown that he can do it without, without these dynamic um, offensive weapons and, and still continue to roll. Yeah. So why wouldn't we believe they could keep it going after Kelsey retires? Well, he, they absolutely could. And I'd be surprised. I think he'll win another Super Bowl, but I don't think that they're going to be any kind of unbeatable team at all. I think there are a lot of teams that are chasing him. And you don't think the Ravens want another shot at them? The Ravens know they should have won that game. Last week, the Ravens didn't it was, had their worst game in the yeah, AFC Championship. That's game. what I mean. Okay, so Lamar Jackson has to prove he can actually win a big game. Meanwhile, Mahomes now just proved that he doesn't have to even play the AFC Championship game at home. He can go on the road and embarrass you. I, I, if I'm in the league right now, I'm so demoralized by this because oh. you're basically hoping for what? You're hoping for an injury. You're hoping for some kind of egos to get in the way. Not, None th- of that's happening. Here. Not at all. I think there are a lot of teams who think they're wrong, probably, but they think they're better than the Chiefs because the Chiefs were the Chiefs' offense obviously took a major step backwards this year, and uh, I and think they, they still won. They still they find a way to win, but I think last year the Eagles thought they should have beaten them. This year the Niners think they should have beaten them. I think the Ravens think they should have beaten them. I know, but who cares what they think? I'm what just saying, happened? I'm just saying I, I do not think they're head and shoulders above the rest of the league. I think that they're going to be they, – they could win one more, two more, three more, but they're going to have to really fight to do that. It's not like Jordan's Bulls who never reached a game seven or the Cowboys of the 90s who beat everybody. They won every Super Bowl by double digits. They're just not going to have like – Today, it's a fact in the salary cap league, it'll never happen, but they're not going to slaughter anyone. It's never going to be easy for this team. Okay, but the Patriots didn't slaughter people. Yeah, no, I know. Super Bowls and they I kept know. winning that's, and winning and winning. That's why it's amazing that they made six. And that, you know, it's incredible to redefine yourself and redefine yourself and redefine yourself. Yes, the Chiefs might do it, but there's just so much work. There's so much that has to happen to make it right. I just think it's a little early to compare the two dynasties. And now, listen, I'm, yeah. I might be on an island on this one, but I saw last night, everyone's like, well, there are already the greater diet greatest dynasty you know i think people get caught up in the moment six is an incredible achievement with the patriots and to say that the chiefs are already there demeans it a little bit no i mean six is a lifetime you know that's a football lifetime what we're watching now is like the first we're still in the first part of mahomes's career he's only 28 (laughs) i mean we still have his whole 30s to get through 
you know, knock on wood that he's going to be able to play that long. And I don't see why not. He's already the better quarterback than Brady. He doesn't have the winning of Brady, but he's already the more dynamic QB. Well, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, he's definitely more dynamic. And he's at the top of his game. To say he's a better quarterback than Brady, that's an interesting discussion. Because Brady did a lot of things that weren't as splashy, but that were incredible. Oh, listen, if it's like, you know, water gun to the stomach or whatever, if it's for your life, I want Tom Brady. But I think Matt, Patrick Mahomes keeps proving over and over again yeah. that he is that guy, too. What happened when they play in the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, you know what happened. Brady killed him. Then the entire offensive line was decimated. Yeah, you I know, know, I know. That was no, more of that I know. Super Bowl that than really was, the eye. I would have liked to have seen last night if Brady was on the Niners and Mahomes was on the Chiefs. Wouldn't that have been – I am not. I don't even know who would have won, but Brock Purdy is no Tom Brady, and I like Purdy. So, I, I honestly, I think – I don't know that Mahomes is head and shoulders above. He's more talented, no doubt. He's got more arm talent. He can run more. But Brady did so many things that were incredible – it's like we forgot it was three years ago. Do we think the Chiefs are going to be more like the Cowboys of the 90s dynasty? Or are they going to be more like the Patriots where it's a 20-year run as opposed to, you know, yeah, five year, four years, obviously, for the Cowboys? But uh, It's interesting. You tweeted something last night that I agree with. What's that? They're going to have to have a brink truck of money and deliver it to Chris Jones. He is... Uh, it's interesting to me. I, I thought Nick Bosa was low-key dominant last night. Nick Bosa on one side and Chris Jones on the other, just disrupting everything. He is going to get paid so much. I wonder if that screws up their salary cap a little. And what happens when he gets older, too? Where What happens to that defense? Because he's the Mahomes of that defense. Well, they keep... I mean, it's not like they haven't drafted well. You had Carl Loftus is not going to be the next Chris Jones, but he oh. at least played well. Sneed, they're drafting really well here. Really? I felt like it's a one-man wrecking crew of a defense. I, I felt that all offseason. It's Chris... How many... Key plays that Chris Jones make in this postseason alone. So we're talking about the Chiefs dynasty here. Is it going to be more like the Patriots, 20 years of dominance, maybe more like the Cowboys, where it's going to be, well, you already have three and five years, but maybe it's a little more contained, if you will. The thing about Chris Jones, and, and I saw someone tweeted back to me, oh, they'll just franchise tag him. It's like, and then what do you think's going to happen? He's going to sit out. Like, I don't, I think that Chris Jones has already shown the Chiefs that he will call, attempt to call their bluff because he didn't play the first game of the season. I would not want to mess around here with Chris Jones. He turns 30 this offseason. Yeah. Uh, you know, he reminds me a lot of Aaron Donald, who kind of carried the Rams to that Super Bowl title, but hasn't been able to do it since. I'm looking at the odds for next year, and this amazes me too. Like, I really don't feel, and I know this is Vegas trying to get money, but I don't feel like people think the Chiefs are unbeatable because they're not the favorites. Who you is? Know, the Niners. I mean, what what do we have to do here? Then, <laughs> How much more do we have to watch from the Chiefs? Here's the other thing, too. We're going to keep giving them all this bulletin board material. Mahomes said last night, don't call us underdogs. We're going to keep feeding into this thing where they get to be the dynasty and have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I know. It's, that, that is ironic. Uh, what do you think would happen if the Detroit Lions were in that game last night? Because I'll tell you right now, Detroit's offense would have challenged the Chiefs in some interesting ways, too. Because they have those two running backs who are fresh. McCaffrey was a was a shell of himself last night, in my opinion. I, I, I honestly, I don't think the Chiefs are so head and shoulder above everybody else. I just think at a close game they have Mahomes. That's the difference. I don't think they're inevitable like Thanos or Michael Jordan. Man, I, I see them more as inevitable. All right, let's answer some poll questions here and let's add one more. Uh, okay, EJ, poll results so far. What do we have? Okay, so we asked a question earlier. Uh, one, how do you describe fo- Super Bowl Fifty Eight? Did the Chiefs win the game or not have lost the game? So 61% say the Chiefs won the game. 
38% say the Niners lost the game. Yeah, Perloff and I are split on this one. I think the Niners lost this game. I think they had momentum. They were if they they had the Chiefs. They could not apply the correct type of pressure or maintain the right kind of pressure to try to force Mahomes to be even more of the superhero that he became in the fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah, I mean, it was just a matter of the Chiefs' defense being awesome. I'm not sure what they... It wasn't like Kyle Shannon in the 28-3 Falcons-Patriots game was was refusing to call run plays to kill out the clock. There was no egregious Kyle Shannon mistake. Was there one thing you could... Maybe at the overtime, taking the ball first, but there was... I, I don't think game flow-wise, I'm not sure what he screwed up exactly. I know people are saying he should have run the ball more in the third quarter. I kind of agree with that, but the run game was going nowhere. I, yeah, I just definitely disagree with that. First half, McCaffrey ran the ball much better. Um, but second poll we had was, was this an exciting Super Bowl game? 72% say yes, 27% say no. Wow. So that is more of a, a, a you know, a ref- referendum on uh, people, Adi mm. and myself, our uh, how bored we were by the Super Bowl <laughs> game. Oh, well, you were watching. Well, that's the thing. The game was boring, but then it became so exciting because it was close and it goes to overtime. It, like, saved itself. I don't. Know? I don't know if it was super boring. It was. Uh, it was strategic, at least. I mean, oh, the offense is stalled. The offenses were playing very conservative football, which but is the, newsy boring. But also, too, <laughs> it was moving quickly. It wasn't like it was a That's slow true. game at all. The game was flying along because there was not a single incomplete pass most of the first half. Uh, okay, we're gonna add a new poll to our docket, our docket, and I'm gonna tell you what that is right after we go to Adrian who is in Maryland. Adrian, good morning. What do you think? Did the Chiefs win this Super Bowl or did the 49ers lose it? I think the Chiefs won the game. They took control of the second half, basically. They got Kelsey involved in the game. Um, As far as – what was was I going to say? Man, you guys made me lose my thought. Um, The Chiefs' defense? Yeah, the Chiefs' defense. You guys guys are underestimating. You got to look at them like the the 2000 New England Patriots. Mm. They were – they weren't blowing people out every Super Bowl. They were staying in the game, staying in the game, and then Brady would come back and, and, and put the game away, and that's exactly what the Chiefs are doing. Yeah, Adrian, I'm with you. That's why I, I foresee the Chiefs will be rivaling Tom Brady and the Patriots with the six Super Bowls because Tom Brady and the Pats had to reinvent themselves. The Chiefs are already showing they can beat you in different types of ways, and obviously they have the cheat code with Mahomes. I bet they don't. Okay. Mm, this is terrible. I bet they don't make the Super Bowl next year. Well, I mean, three Pete is it's also too it's beyond just, hard. I look at the. I think I feel like this six months of offseason, the NFC. I mean, the AFC is going to come after them so hard. There's so many star quarterbacks. You got Harbaugh coming to the Chargers. You got CJ Stroud emerging. You got all these things going on. Honestly, and maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm being fooled. That I'm the person who made the Chiefs underdog in this game or something. I just feel like. They're winning by the, the narrowest of margins, and you're telling me that Lamar Jackson's not going to somebody's not going to get well, them on the right day and knock them out. Lamar Jackson has as many playoff wins as MVPs. This dude has got to win some bigger games. Well, maybe if Zay Flowers wasn't a jackass, the Ravens <laughs> win that game. Listen, Lamar was not. That was a, not a good game from Lamar. Um, okay, next poll question that we got to put out there. So actually, two more are the Chiefs dynasty. Is this to be more like the Patriots and more like the '90s Cowboys? And then lastly. For the day. Too much, Taylor? Yes or no? 
I think they honestly, I don't blame them for spamming the Taylor Swift stuff in the first half because the game was boring. They it got so it got so bad that first half that the Chiefs just did anything. It didn't have to be Kelsey. Didn't even have to be Mahomes. They were just showing Taylor Swift because they're like, hey, this, <laughs> we know this game sucks. We know it's not a lot for you guys right now. Here's yeah. some more Taylor Swift. I didn't think they. I I don't think they showed as much as her as they did when she first came on the scene. Remember the first couple games? It oh, was they first all, started dating. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought they showed her a lot. They showed in her this a game. lot last yeah. night. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought they showed her a lot. Uh, a couple takeaways. One, I'll tell you, Brittany Mahomes really got pushed to the back, huh? Blake Lively shows up, and then Brittany never heard of her. Or I don't know what was going on. Maybe she didn't want to be in the front, but I doubt that. It's just like any, any Super Bowl party. You want to be with your real friends, not with, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, but if things keep going the way they're going, Brittany's not going anywhere. They're married. They've got two kids. I mean, they're going to have to be friends again. Maybe something else was holding up Brittany in the back. She had her kids there. Maybe something, but it was Blake Lively well, in the front, not Brittany. Well, I'll tell you what, I think Brittany's on a heater besides Sports Illustrated. Like, that, yes. She, nobody's reversed. Her, uh, yeah, I think people were shocked by those photos. She looks, uh, this would be completely shallow, and you know the tricks they do. People were like, that's Brittany Mahomes? That's a, She's a, an athlete in, uh, in college. But I think a lot of people were like, that's the uh, annoying person from quarterback one. But she was always like, she was, they, that, that Netflix documentary did not paint a great picture of her, I thought. thought yeah. she was a little bit like, I don't know. She was just a little bit controlling of the whole situation. Uh, yeah, just sort of shrieking in the, uh, in the, in the box. Yeah, spraying spraying people with champagne. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah not I, thought, I thought actually that, that uh, swimsuit thing was that was good for her like she became her she really? became a brand unto herself which I mean, she had never done before. Her, yeah those photos she, are all-time photos yeah um, she'd never been after she, two kids damn she'd never been a brand like that and now she is now it was weird that she was pushed to the back but she did get right next to the podium at the end oh yeah yeah i mean she's she's the wife and they've got the kids up there of course she should be there uh okay so too much taylor yes or no it was a lot of taylor gotta be honest normally when you're seeing chicks chugging wine that generally doesn't end well, at least all the experiences I've had, that ends up pretty sloppy. Uh, but Taylor held it together. And I hey, think a lot of people like that she chugged the wine on the Jumbotron, a little one of us, she's one of us type of thing. Here's my big issue with Taylor Swift. After the game, she comes out on the field and kisses and hugs Travis Kelsey, now an iconic moment, and she's crying. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. You know, that's his third Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Yes. It's like she was she was acting as if this was the first Super Bowl ring, and that was driving me crazy. I'm like, where were you the last two years? This dude has two rings on his hands, and you're acting like I'm so you finally made it. What are you doing? <laughs> where were you before? <laughs> yeah, you know that that she's like. I felt like she in her head like had just uh, this. She had invented football this year, and none of it mattered before. That was the wrong reaction to a guy who just won his third ring. Well, listen, I mean, it's the first one for her, but that's but it's I- not. Yeah, but she was alive when the other two. <laughs> were there wasn't you watching on tv definitely not uh but <laughs> that's the thing i said the that was the whole problem with the whole chief suite they're celebrating every touchdown like it was the first touchdown that's ever been scored yeah, act they, like you've been there before exactly but you just won the super bowl this is the time to really go over the top whether it's the first one second third fourth fifth doesn't matter it this does matter it absolutely overboard. does matter no, Brittany Mahomes we, wasn't going to Patrick Mahomes and saying, you've finally done it. No, but week 12 is not like, that's what they were <laughs> annoying to me is like, geez, guys, they beat the Broncos. Like, not that big of a deal. <laughs> Look, there was no swag surf happening, so I can't say anything bad about Taylor today. No, I, I thought she was fine. And actually, so Kelsey really annoyed me when he bumped Andy Reid. I thought that was awful. I thought he was going to get a pass for it because he's Travis Kelsey and other players wouldn't. We'd be vilifying them. But Kelsey 
made up for it in my eyes. Maybe this is because I'm the mother of a son. But when he comes off the podium and Taylor's standing there, he hugged his mom first. Gotta hug your mom first. She's the one who's driving you to practice and bringing the orange slices and the peanut butter and jellies and all that stuff. Hug the mom first. I thought that was the right thing. And then went to Taylor for the big kiss. Well, I saw his mom first, to be fair. But (laughs) uh, regardless, you're you're saying hugging his mom is why he gets a pass. Not because he completely dominated the second half of the football game. Again, we've been here before. (laughs) I've seen Kelsey do that in Super Bowl. Honestly, I think Kelsey's lucky. So he he basically got rid of the whole bumping Reed storyline. Yep. By having that big catch at the end. Did you see that he he reached almost 20 miles an hour on that run, too, for a 34-year-old tight end? Unbelievable. I don't know why he has so much left. It's it's insane. Well, and you think that he's going to be, like, falling off a cliff? Well, he did have his worst regular season in a long time. Kittle was the first-team All-Pro. So if he takes another step back next year, uh, partly because the offense is so slow. Do you really see this Chiefs team as a juggernaut? Like, they can't be knocked off? They shouldn't. How many times have we said, oh, they should, probably should have lost that one? Uh, so Kaplan in our chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio says the opposite. You can't hug your mom first. This relationship is doomed? No. You want a guy who's got a good relationship with his mom because you think this is might be how, you know, what's his relationship to women? You can tell a lot about a guy with a relationship with his mom. I, I mean, to Cap's credit, though, Taylor definitely took note that he hugged the mom for her. I think she'll like that. Uh that can go that can go one does. way or another. You gotta hug the mom first. They've only been dating for like less than a year. I mean, I agree. No, I would have done the same thing, kids. but I, I do I do I think Taylor took note of that and do I think that and and had some conclusion. Okay, but here's the thing. It, it's a little early in their relationship to be competing with the mom. You're not competing with the mom now. I guess. Yeah, we did have, you know, Christian McCaffrey's uh fiance and his mom going back and forth whether or not they should play tales with music. But that's a relationship they're engaged a little longer. Wait, I, what? We, we talked about this on the show last week. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey's mom got involved in this somehow? <laughs> yes. yes. Olivia Culpo. Olivia Culpo wanted to uh, have a oh, suite, right, right, right. right. She yep. paid for it. Sorry. But then they were asking about whether they should play Taylor Swift yeah, music. Yeah, and the mom was like, Taylor Swift music is banned. And right. Olivia Culpo said, not on my watch. <laughs> yeah. See, that's one I'd keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, that, this one, I like. This seems a little sweeter. But I'm just saying, do I think Taylor Swift took note? That it was mom for her. Yes. Do I? I don't know what she made of it, but there are some women who would definitely think feel a way about that for sure. Eight five five two one two four CBS. The question: Too much Taylor? Yes or no? Uh, Cigar City Capo said Nate Burleson called it true love with a bunch of crying emojis. Oh, <laughs> and, until proven otherwise. Eight five five two one two four. Yeah, I did notice that Nate thing. Oh my gosh! And all this stuff, uh, like. That's another thing. I'm sorry. I love Nate more than anyone. Yeah. I've known him forever. But to say that, uh, you know, every man needs a good woman behind him or something like that, the dude already won two Super Bowls without <laughs> her. He didn't, Taylor Swift didn't do anything. They get a different girlfriend for those two. And by the way, Cap did weigh in again. He said, exactly right, EJ. You have to take your your wife, girlfriend before your mom. What? That, that's his take. It's a new relationship, though. New relationship. This is getting very, but very honestly, though, Freudian, I mean, by the way. If, if, <laughs> if it's a new relationship, don't you, like, your mom's always going to be there. Can't take it for granted, though. No, but, like... No, your mom will always be there, but right now, this is still only in the boyfriend-girlfriend stage. You gotta hug the mom first. First of all, I'm hugging my teammates first, because that's the kind of teammate I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of selfless guy Actually, Kelsey are. did hug. He, he, him and Creed Humphrey were the first hug. I was watching closely. <laughs> <laughs> Got so much more to do, including... Uh, a little unpacking of the 49ers game plan in the second half in overtime. Is this something they will never live down? We'll get to that in just moments. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Oh, 
Man, welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I love that NFL Films music. You know, we're talking about a lot of side things here. Taylor Swift, uh, commercials. But I think this is going to be a Super Bowl. Even people already hated it. This is going to go down in history as one of the great Super Bowls. Because <laughs> second overtime Super Bowl, there's going to be moments that we remember. And you're not going to remember how boring the first three quarters were. In 10 years, you're going to go back and say, man, that was the one where Mahomes once again could not be stopped. I think you're right about that. Andrew Bogish is here. He's got headlines. Good morning. Good morning again, guys. So it's three Super Bowl wins in five years, which means that Paul Rudd, the Chiefs' original celebrity lover, was (laughs) correct when he said... 60% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) 60% of the time, the Chiefs are always the champs, even though yesterday in Vegas was far from a masterpiece. They were down early. They were down late. They were down in overtime, but the Niners never put them away, and then KC put them away with Patrick Mahomes' three-yard TD pass to McCole Hardman with three seconds left in the first extra period. The Chiefs stealing a 25-22 win to officially form their dynasty. Travis Kelsey proud to be a part of it. To find a, find a way through adversity yet again for four quarters, five quarters. Man, I uh, I couldn't be more proud of the guys, and I, it's such an honor to be on this team and in, on this or, in this organization. Kelsey had a game-high nine catches for a game-high 93 yards after one and one in the first half. Chris Jones dominated on defense, but Patrick Mahomes, the MVP for the third time, tying Joe Montana for the second most two behind Tom Brady. I just looked up something interesting. Maggie, and I think EJ might have said this too, they didn't need the clock in overtime. There would have been a halftime. Yes, it's a game. It's a second game. So like right. two minute, the two-minute warning would have happened again yeah. in the second quarter. That's why the clock was necessary. So if they, if they had sort of tie the game and then got stuck in the mud on offense, they would have had a halftime. So you need the clock because you can't on. play 40 straight minutes of football. No, no, but they would have played a second quarter. Right, right. It would have right. gone the second quarter, but if they remained tied throughout the second quarter, they would have gone to halftime. Oh, that's so why there's that's a clock. The game clock. is a new game. Also, you can't just not have a clock. It would just look so weird to have no clock. College football doesn't have a clock, and yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. But, but they start at the 25. It's yeah, like that's a totally like, different that's different. That's like closer to a shootout. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a different, it's not a, it's not an apples to apples comparison. They chose to do their overtime that way. This is how the NFL does. And they, they start the game, they start a second game, basically. So it's, they have to have a clock. It's just so crazy to me that, um, I mean, this can't be good for anyone's brain. <laughs> like, well, no. they should, at the they end of the, the season, let's play another four quarters of football. Yeah. That would be bad. And also, CBS waiting, and I think it was Romo that said it first, waiting till the last minute of the overtime period to explain the clock was a mistake. I thought Romo actually did a good job of it. Nance, he just seemed super just late. as lost or late to it as everyone else was. But I thought they explained, didn't explain the touchdown doesn't end the game until very deep into overtime. Maybe I missed it early on. Well, that I think we know now, right? Because that's the same in the regular but, season. But it's never happened. No, no, it's no, not the same in the regular this season. this is different. You can't win with a touchdown on your first possession and, in a playoff right. overtime. And by you the way, can this, in the regular season. It's just the first time it's ever happened, right? Yes. yes. No, but you could have won on a defensive touchdown or a safety. I don't know yes. if they mentioned that. Did they? That is true. But I don't know if they mentioned that. Yeah, but I mean, the odds of that. I mean, just the general point is I don't think they did a great job of explaining <laughs> well, overtime. Yeah. Especially when the clock was winding down. It was like, no, 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 it's cool. We'll just uh, go to the second quarter. And I think everyone in America was like, Murr? I just think the clock thing is, is, the clock thing is bizarre because I just feel like you're not going to play. It's not a new game because you're not playing a new four quarters. 
So if no, you, but you would. The game goes yeah, on they forever. Just, no, they but, did decide but, it. No, but in regulation, you don't end the game because, oh, this team didn't score a touchdown on the second possession, therefore the game's over. That's not how you end the second game. Right, but you need the clock because it, had the game kept going, you get right. into the second quarter, and then you get a two-minute warning, you get booth reviews, like you need the clock to keep the normal formula of the game. Right, but nothing else about it is normal is what I'm saying. And which I don't like. Yeah, it's not like it's yeah. a sudden. Like you say me, it's like it's a sudden not, it's death. Not so it's not sudden death right, from not, the beginning. But like the NBA, for example, like that's a time period where like okay, you can score, another team can score. Like it is essentially a new game for five minutes. Right. This is like that, but not really. Can I ask you another question? Do they do halftime and so- they do intermissions in soccer overtime? Right. In like the- there's yes. a break. You don't, don't leave short, the field. Guys, what if they had just kept going in overtime and all of a sudden they're like, all right, I'll sure. You gotta get that guy. Bring bring out the roll of face. Put your skates back on, dude. (laughs) Ludacris, Alicia, everyone get out here. CeeLo with your frilly socks. Or not CeeLo. It looked like CeeLo. That's Um, who I thought it was, too. Jermaine Dupree. Everyone get out here. Take it from the top in five and six and seven and eight. The guy in the half (laughs) helmet I thought was CeeLo, too. And it wasn't. (laughs) Why was CeeLo's. I mean, CeeLo. Now I'm saying it. Jermaine Dupree. What was was with his suit? What what was he wearing? I don't know. He looked like a little, like, uh, lollipop guild or something. <laughs> He's weird. already short. I wouldn't wear that kind of stuff if Wait, I were him. I got a scenario. What if they scrambled, they saw a second halftime coming, and they said, Taylor, Ice Spice, Post Ooh. Malone, guys, come on down. <laughs> Reba? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a little jam. Reba, bring Reba back in. <laughs> Just get the people in the crowd. Lady yeah. Gaga, Martha Lady Stewart. Lady Gaga was there. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Everyone get out and do something. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Some of the mystique is gone. I saw her in a Prilosec commercial. <laughs> uh, like, she is definitely sold out a little bit. But you're right. They had so many artists in the house. They could have had three over time. Top, get out there. Oh. <laughs> Top could have done his act. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so while most of us were enjoying the dulcet tones of Jim Nance plus singer-songwriter Tony Romo, uh, there was also a Nickelodeon slime broadcast last night. We have a touchdown. We just had to make sure. Bring in the green. We had to make sure we were okay. Did we make it? That's going to take a little while to clean out of that hair. Wow. You could just wring that out into a cup and drink it. (laughs) I don't think that'd be smart. So that's Noah Eagle. (laughs) It's SpongeBob. It's Patrick uh, testing out the slime (laughs) cannons. This is not Romo breaking down the McCaffrey fumble early last night. Who's got it? You have to firmly grasp it. (laughs) George Karloftis <laughs> jumped on it, and the Chiefs have the ball. And then, I, I, do they have their own version of one shining moment? Is what I'm oh, about to play, sweet EJ? victory is one of the That's how they go off the air Wow! on Nickelodeon? No, this, was the, this, was, the, this was a pregame performance. Oh. So this is one, one of the greatest SpongeBob episodes ever. Okay. When he, he forms a, Squidward forms a band that is terrible, and they have to perform <laughs> at a football halftime show, and then they perform Sweet Victory, and it's fantastic. And we got to see them perform Sweet Victory at the Super Bowl Nickelodeon broadcast. Wow. But it has so highlights cool. in it. Aren't those game highlights? Yeah, in there? they mixed in highlights in there, which I probably would not have done. But 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this victory. It's but how a was huge the pregame? Game. How did they have highlights? It was pregame. Oh, so they they took highlights from the season, so like other oh, playoffs. Oh, okay, okay. So they mixed in like highlights from the playoffs. Oh. My favorite part of the Nickelodeon kids saying is Nate Burleson will explain the game as if you're a child. Like you haven't seen it. I learned more from that broadcast. <laughs> Nate Burleson's like, this is what a neutral zone infraction is, and I'm like taking notes. I'm like, I've been watching football my entire life, and I still have, don't understand half the rules. Burleson explains it to me, and I, I watch that tell guys just to understand what the heck's going on. And by the way, I'm not alone. I think they're Jim Nance and Romo sometimes. They're like, what's this rule? I'm going to watch that call next year. Jeez. Man, I, I just, the idea that you'd get trolled by a SpongeBob character because you fumbled the ball in the Super Bowl, that's got to be particularly yeah. Well, tough. the ultimate, let me see if I can find this real quick. This is, early, so again, as you might have heard from Pete and EJ, the game sucked early on last night. Right. Uh, and Noah Eagle chose violence against Iowa football as we were punting too much yesterday in Vegas. So, hey, SpongeBob and Patrick, have you guys ever heard of a place called Iowa? Iowa. Iowa. It sounds exotic. Well, in Iowa, they like to say punting is winning. Wow. And right now, punting is very much winning for both these teams. The fighters are winning. Did did we need to take shots of the Iowa Hawkeyes on Mm. Super Bowl Sunday? Definitely. Why not? I love it. I applaud Noah for going next level there. SpongeBob, don't don't you Iowa not exotic. I mean, he can't live without water, so he's going to be in trouble. Can SpongeBob replace Romo? <laughs> oh, come on. Romo got a lot of positive reviews. Romo was Romo. not bad last I think, night. I think, pretty, I think he was pretty good last night. Yeah, he, I agree. I thought he was solid. Actually, he was. Well, he didn't make any of the huge mistakes, any huge gaffes, and he was pretty on point with what was happening. And this is for the Super Bowl, Jim. <laughs> well, that, that was <laughs> right. That's good. I didn't hear a here we go, Jim. When he could have had like four here we go, Jims. He did uh, to Pete's point. He did. He did spam that. This is for the Super Bowl line like yeah. five times. I'm yeah, like, clearly it wasn't because the game's still going on. <laughs> he you also did. set a record for the use of leverage. That was must have been his like buzzword last night. He said leverage any chance he got. Yeah. Mm. You know, he was good. Whenever Purdy missed a pass or Mahomes missed a pass, he's like, that's because of the pressure, and he yeah. showed it. He was dead on because I just thought it was a bad pass. They'd be like, oh, Chris Jones got his arm here. I, I thought he was good. I'm sorry. I know. No, I know I'm, he's much more. I'm with you, bro. I thought he was okay for him. Definitely. That was a great performance for him. Yeah, I think for him is the key part of that phrase, though. He, he was less annoying than usual, but he was still annoying. It's a Super Bowl <laughs> for him. <laughs> oh, he's great for I, him. I, I'm sorry. I'll, it is the biggest I, thing we have. I'll take Nance and Romo over Burkhardt and Olsen just because Nance is the big game guy. I'll take, I'll take Ooh, I want Nance. Olsen. Absolutely not. I want Nance and Olsen. That's what I want. Oh, that's interesting. Well, we're going to get Burkhardt and Tom Brady next year. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. TBD. Nance, Nance did he do jackpot, Kansas City. I mean, it was a good final call that Romo jumped all over. I'm like, how have you been doing this for this long and you don't know still to lay out? That's just broadcasting mechanics. But did that's Romo, like taking a snap. Did Romo take any enjoyment out of the game? Or are you going to watch any less because Romo's there? Well, I, no, of course not. I think it's almost fun to have those Romoisms. I wish there were more. It would have been something to talk about today. It's distracting. It's the only thing. Yeah. Distracting from what? What are we? It's not a science project. It's an entertainment (laughs) project. He's like singing going into halftime. Right, but if you don't find it entertaining, then it sucks. I was more entertained by the Nickelodeon. Those Nickelodeon calls, it sounded like the game was great. (laughs) (laughs) People are getting slimed on. Patrick's telling you to drink it. Yeah, I mean, what a great game. Patrick, not Mahomes. (laughs) No, we had, uh, had, what, was it, uh... Tony Romo talking about, you know, high and tight. We had uh, Patrick saying, firmly <laughs> grasp it. Yeah. You have to firmly grasp it. I like they do a Nickelodeon thing. Anything else, folks? No, I'm good for there now. There we go.
Love it. Uh, so much more to do. Thank you. A lot more, including uh, we're giving out some all-time awards. We also have to, we'll hit the commercials at some point too, but we got to do some all-time awards. And again, recapping this from a Kyle Shanahan point of view, did he cost his team? 855-212-4CBS. More Maggie. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Pearl off straight ahead. Man, was that big. That was huge. I mean, Jake Moody, who had been hitting Super Bowl uh, record long field goals per loss. Amazing. Misses a PAT. And, you know, there's a lot of moments that this game came down to. Last night, the Chiefs win in overtime in Super Bowl 58. But there's no doubt that the Moody miss PAT really was massive because instead of that four-point lead, It was only a field goal for the Chiefs to tie it up, and then it became a tie game in the fourth quarter, and now it's anybody's ball game. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. We talked about that last week. Remember, we had Nick Costas on and Ken Barkley. uh, The Jake Moody versus Harrison Bucker matchup was a big deal. Billy Walters, too, the most famous sports gambler of all time, was bringing that up. That might have been more Billy Walters said that. And that, honestly, Moody was great. I give him full credit for hitting those two long bombs under a lot of pressure. But that was the difference in the game, and also the the whatever the muff punt. Yeah, I was I was gonna was it uh, it was McLeod was back there right, 
And so look, it was looter. They hit off yeah. of uh, looter, and then McLeod did not want anyone to touch it. He was saying stay away, yeah. but then he saw that it hit the heel of his teammate. So then he had to try to make a play. Eddie. Instead, it gets recovered by Justin Watson at the 16-yard line, and Mahomes throws a right. dart to MVS so on the next play for a touchdown. McLeod was walking off the field, and I felt so bad for that dude. I'm like to fumble the punt. I was so relieved that it, it hit somebody else's foot. I hate when somebody has to sort of live with that all offseason. He did nothing wrong. It was just a bad luck. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this game this game of football comes down to an inch here and an inch there. That's why I don't think Kyle Shanahan blew it. I think they just lost the game. Oh, man. I mean, so that was Kansas City taking their first lead of the game with two minutes and 28 seconds left to go in the third quarter. And then, to be fair, that was the 49ers answered with a Juwan Jennings touchdown, but that's when Jake Moody missed the extra point. So now we're uh, San Francisco's up 16 to 13. Um, and then we went on from there with the Chiefs kicking a game tying field goal 16 to 16. And then San Francisco taking the lead again on a field goal 19 16 with a minute 53 left. And of course, the final drive, three seconds left in regulation. The Chiefs march down the field. Uh, Kelsey, a really big part of that drive with a 22 yard reception on a third and seven to keep the drive alive. They kicked to the field goal to make it 19-19. Then we went to OT. Listen, I, I think Shanahan is, I think he's going to kick himself. He would anyway, right? This is a guy who you get the sense really wears it and really wears the pressure, and you could understand why. I think ultimately he's too good to never win a Super Bowl, but you have multiple double-digit leads, whether he was an assistant with the with the Falcons whether it was against the Chiefs the first time four years ago, and now this. I mean, I know you're going to you're gonna still believe in yourself and your game plan, but how does the doubt not creep in when you had the Chiefs? I mean, you really did. No, you and didn't. And then they turned the tables on When you. did you have them? You had them in the first half. No, not really. You needed a trick play to get into the end zone. It, but it worked to perfection. Was, I mean, they the, needed, the Eagles needed a trick play to be Tom Brady. No one, uh, people, that's brilliant. There's a statue of Philly special. I don't know. I, I never felt like the Niners had control. And the other thing, too, people are ripping Kyle Shannon. I'm hearing two things. I'm hearing, one, he abandoned the run. And I'm also hearing he wasn't aggressive enough, which means he wasn't passing enough. So maybe he found the perfect balance because he's getting insulted both ways. I'm not sure. Do you kill Jerry Sloan and the Utah Jazz because they lost to Jordan? I'm not sure you kill Kyle Shanahan. I think they were favorites in this game. Favorites by two points. Okay, but I'm saying they were favorites for a reason. And was it the whole body of work? Like you and I will disagree on this. You kind of thought the the 49ers were just sort of happy to be here or lucky to be no, here. I never said that. I thought you said this wasn't this talent. We talk, we went through the rosters last week. Right, right. How talented. Not, they not were. happy to be here, but I do. Yeah, I definitely think the Chiefs were a better team. And oh, so I, I think I, I, I think they had a, the Niners had escaped through this playoff. Two amazing comeback wins. It wasn't like they were a team of destiny. They were definitely a little bit lucky to be here. That's kind of what I meant. Not happy to be here, but right. yeah, like they shouldn't have been here. The Detroit Lions should have been representing the NFC. Dan Campbell had a head on his shoulders. They'd taken the points. Detroit is in this game. I'm looking at Brock Purdy was an MVP finalist. Christian McCaffrey was an MVP finalist. They've got all pros and first-team all pros up and down that roster. This one has got to hurt because the other time, of course it's going to hurt, but an all-time hurt because you had you had the Chiefs. You couldn't like apply more pressure to try to bait Mahomes into being more of the hero, throwing the ball, and then hoping one of those Chiefs receivers were going to make a mistake. How do you apply that pressure? By passing more or by running more? I mean, 
I bizarre think they, about getting outside that, like, trying to get outside the numbers a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Because that's a, running up the middle did nothing for them. Yeah, I wonder too. Uh, I put this out there. Do you really have to carry? Does Christian McCaffrey have to have eighty catches and three hundred carries every season? Maybe. Think it's possible Load that he management? was a little rundown. I mean, you have two weeks to prepare for the games. So I hard know. For me to but say that. How many tackles did he break last night? Well, not that many, but again, this was a great Chiefs defense. So I don't know. I felt like he did not look fresh. And remember, Elijah Mitchell came in. It was like, ooh, that guy's moving faster than McCaffrey. I just thought it was not something that just looked off on the run game. And also, the, uh, ironically, the Chiefs' run game too. They had some nice runs, but they would have some minus three yard runs. They didn't. They no, failed to get Pacheco off. Either. No, it was interesting. Both teams stuffed the run, and yet neither offense was able to take advantage passing. Like why? Why were both defenses so able to stuff the run and still not be vulnerable to long passes? I didn't quite understand. I thought like both offensive game callers were way too conservative. Take some shots to keep Pete Bilotti entertained. I mean, geez Louise. Not <laughs> well, screen basses. So Bilotti said the Super Bowl stunk, was not excited about it, was not entertained, even when it got to uh, tied and go into overtime. Were you at least entertained by the commercials? Uh, some of them. What was your favorite commercial? State Farm. The Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. I'm with you on that. Because twins. Right. Danny DeVito makes an appearance at the end. I thought it was funny, like a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, she's going into labor. I, I did laugh out loud. Yeah, that, that was a funny commercial. That was that was my favorite. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts with Ben Affleck. Also that, funny. That one dominated. Okay, but the reason why that one was funny, which is Ben Affleck dancing for J-Lo and Tom Brady's there on keyboard, Matt Damon was what saved that commercial. Saved it. Or- Everything, the whole thing was perfect. You don't think Tom <laughs> Brady on the keyboard? <laughs> he barely said anything, but Matt Damon saying, uh, how about them donuts? I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> you know when you, what he say? He goes, uh, you know when I said I'd do anything for you? Yeah, this, yeah, is anything. this is anything. Yeah, of course, that was great. Uh, and I give Ben Affleck. Credit for just putting himself out there. Uh, J Lo at the end saying, "Tom, you can stay." <laughs> it's pretty great. There was there had to be some other good ones. I f- I feel like I generally enjoyed the commercials this year. I feel like you guys are the only people who like the commercials. You you didn't like them. I I don't know. You didn't any, like one. I didn't see any of them. Um, I thought the Beyonce one was cool. I thought the Michael Sarah one was funny. That one, Maggie, I think that's you know, that Michael Sarah one was genuinely that funny. Was, yeah. that so was stupid. Le- legitimately <laughs> funny. You didn't think the other people doing the Christopher Walken impersonations oh, no. to Christopher no. Walken? Great. Not funny, funny at all. Okay, no. one other thing. What? You didn't think that was funny? That was no. awesome. Okay, so there was a sentimental one. Not the religious ones, but the sentimental one that Perloff, you tweeted. <laughs> I was just crying about the, what was it, Hyundai commercial? It was a Kia commercial. Kia. I'm not proud. Figure skating. And then they go to, is that the grandfather? <laughs> yeah, it goes up to the window and draws 10 in the misty window. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a little teared up right here. No, but I didn't understand. It's they have the empty seat there, and the dad's watching the figure skating, the empty seat. Yeah. Don't you assume it's the mom? Yeah, the no, mom's no. missing. Right. Instead, they go off-roading yeah. in their Kia. Wildly dangerous, by the way. And they get to some cabin in the woods, and it's yeah. some old guy there in a wheelchair. Is it the skating coach? Is it the It's the grandfather. grandfather. I don't but know. But by the way, you're, he has a nine-year-old girl in the seat, and he's going 90 miles an hour on a mountain <laughs> road in the <laughs> snow, which is a little dangerous. Yeah, the mom died tragically seven years ago. You didn't know that backstory, did you? But the grandfather was like a surrogate second parent. Okay, well, the other part, you talk about dangerous. They did the Budweiser Clydesdales. They brought back the Clydesdales. Yeah. So they're bringing all the beer to the bar in the middle of a snowstorm. It's like, yeah, but that's why you need want, the Clydesdales. People might want to get 
get going home. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that, oh, come on. That is, that is soft, Maggie. What the are you talking about? The roads are looking pretty bad. Maybe we shouldn't have five more beers and then go out there. I think that's probably the wrong message to send. Uh, all right. It's cheesy and obvious, but Jennifer Aniston forgetting who David Schwimmer was was pretty funny. Yes. You have to, CJ, come on, man. Nothing? No. I thought, I thought Perloff had it right on the Dunk, the Dunk Kings. That, was, that one was cool. Sarah was cool. A lot of this stuff did not hit at all. EJ is not impressed. Uh, coming up, <laughs> did the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Did the 49ers lose it? He's just tired, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I did fly in yesterday, so. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 